the Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thanking later. Bringing the strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Experts, baby, UPX. Totally. What's going on, everyone? I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later and the CEO and, and CEO co-founder of Nowhere, uh, John Hello, hello. What? Uh, oh, is my audio coming through on your screen already? I have no idea. Yeah, I muted it. You're good there. Thank Me Later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully everybody in YouTube can hear me right now through StreamYard, because if not, this is going to be a very awkward thing going on trying to share audio. Um, but yes, <laughs> we are here live from nowhere. And awesome. Thank you for joining it's us. It's to have you all. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you guys here. Yeah. Thank me later. tearing stuff down over there. <laughs> well, I really, construction. Well, now, but now I'm Under like construction. The mic. Yeah, I was like, well, the green screen looks weird, but also I, I didn't really clean behind the green screen. Anyway. Green screen and looks it, great. It looks like you're in an apartment. Okay. Like a, if your phone goes to sleep, apparently you lose uh, lose picture. Good to know. Uh, Don't let the phone go to sleep. All right. Gotcha. For the people that weren't in Vegas, um, for the people that weren't in Vegas, John Morris, I had the pleasure of having John on my panel for uh, for the Genesis week, and then talked to him, connected, and definitely asked him to come on and talk more about Nowhere, his background, how I got started, like, dude, you've done some stuff in your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've, lived a, I've lived a couple lives, you know? Yeah, like I, like it. So humble too. It was awesome meeting you, and then reading background and everything you've done, and the people you've worked with, and everything, and yeah, just just amazing. <laughs> so why don't you take a couple, uh, take you. a couple of minutes, and uh, and just wait, give us... wait. They're saying they can't hear you. Oh no! Uh-oh. Wait, can people not hear? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait can you guys? Can you hear anybody? What's happening? I need YouTube to tell us. Check, check. Yeah. Who can you hear? We've been talking. Yeah. We've been talking. Chime in, YouTube, if you can hear us or not hear us. I can hear him. I cannot hear John. Okay. Most important one. <laughs> well, shoot. Hold on. We will try to YouTube. share. Oh, look, Shaq's. The, hey, Shaq. <laughs> she, she's in the show. <laughs> nice. Now you can hear John. What's up? Did we uh, get it? All right. How was that check. tonight? One, four, two, eight. I check, can hear check. you. Okay. Let's see here. I can hear. Thank me later. Not too stupid to win. Ah, then you're fine. Honestly. <laughs> uh, okay. This is Shaq just hacked in. Shaq. <laughs> nice. Shaq attack. Boom. I, Let's give her some butter. What? What? <laughs> oh wait. We need to be in our room. Oh They're no. Tip in the middle. They tip in the middle. <laughs> ah, dang it. 
<laughs> that could have been ours. That's all right. I'll tip you when we go in there. Oh, I like that butter. <laughs> is yeah, that butter? pretty good. It was butter. It's butter, baby. Dude, that's awesome. All right, I like that. That's that, a fun one. That is awesome. Yeah, there's all there's all kinds of fun ones. Let's see what we got now. Birthday cakes. Ooh. <laughs> Who is that? Or is this you testing it? It's me. It's me. I'm I'm giving I'm I'm showing y'all some love. Oh. Showing, showing off our tipping feature with with while we're killing time, <laughs> getting the audio worked out. Uh, can it rain cheese? More cheese would like to know if it can rain cheese. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. We actually don't have cheese in there yet, but you can do. Um, we do have the ability to do custom emojis for people. Uh, oh, what somebody yeah. tipped three hundred and fifty two dollars. What he's tipping? I, I know. He's tipping. It was, it's his test. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we are in nowhere, man. That's what we're in. We're in nowhere. So that's in also nowhere. hey, uh, too stupid. I think you can like zoom out. So if you like zoom, if you like scroll back on yours, you're you'll almost go to like third person behind your uh, behind your view, and then we can see everybody. So yeah, there you go. See, yeah. then we, it'll like see it'll go through you. Now you just get rid of that. See, ah, there we go. See. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun one. Now, are people still having problems hearing me? I think so. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so horrible. I was wait, so- wait. Well, open the audio. Are you muted in the on the stream? Here, uh, let's see. I'll see if I get any feedback going in the stream like this. I don't hear feedback, so I'm good. Hello, I don't hear feedback. <laughs> yeah. there. All well, right. Shaq could hear you because she's in the, I don't know, maybe she's in the Well, studio. I just unmuted, muted, so. Unmuted? Right. Unmuted. All right, we're unmuted. Let's go. <laughs> so that we're, this is like the key to any great podcast on like metaverse spaces is you have to spend at least five minutes talking about audio and video connectivity. <laughs> and then, uh, and then right. you're good to go. Right. If you don't, I'm going to assume it's pre-recorded. I no longer will, will trust you if it just like starts <laughs> off. <immediately. laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I wanted to turn my back on you so I couldn't hear you. There you go. All right. That's better. Can't hear. Thank me later now. So. Hi. <laughs> I, I do, I do Sorry, like that. Up. As you move and you can turn your back on people, it's pretty good. All right. So let's yeah. repeat the last um, five minutes of the show. <laughs> so awesome. we, we are we here won. live in nowhere. Uh, we have the co-founder and CEO, John Morris, with us. Met him in Vegas. He was part of the panel that I hosted. Thank Me Later was very busy in his UpX World booth uh, helping people out. So, yeah, absolutely. It was a pleasure having you on the panel. And then as I was able to do my background for the show, man, you've done a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of stuff, been all over the world, worked with a lot of people that it, it's just amazing. So if you could take a couple minutes and just give your background to everybody that's listening this evening and listen in the next couple of days. Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys in nowhere. And it was awesome to meet you in Vegas and be a part of Genesis Week. And we're really psyched with the Upland partnership and everything we have rolling out. Um, and, yeah, it's been a hell of a journey, I'll tell you that. God, I earned these gray hairs um, over the years. 
And uh, I'm, you know, originally from a small town in Kentucky. I was always into sports and theater growing up. That led me into a wacky, wild career um, that, you know, it's about 15 years in physical theater from a clown at Cirque du Soleil to a performer in Forza Bruta that took me all over the world, you know, with the, with various experimental theaters and giant spectacles. And then I thought like, oh, well, people love this. You know, theater brings people together. It, it, it bonds people and it gives them a little bit of magic in their life. And I wondered if I could bring that magic outside the walls of theater into unexpected places. And so I started making work in New York City um, in public space and just, uh, you know, got a loft here where I am now in uh, Williamsburg and just started making work with a community here. And we started a company called the Windmill Factory. And for the last 13 years, we've been doing installations, performances and events, everything from recreating the night sky on the Hudson River with solar powered wireless LED lights to giant spectacles for AWS or Google or concerts for Nine Inch Nails and Metric, Fantagram. Um, so, and, and basically we become, became the kind of go-to people when people want to create something wacky out of the box. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward to 2020 or rewind to 2020, uh, pandemic hits and, you know, we're a live company predominantly and all of our work dries up and, you know, everybody was kind of asking this question of, you know, why does it suck to hang out online? And, you know, we, we, we then thought, well, if we have moved beyond the walls of theater into unexpected places, could we actually go beyond place and create a digital platform that allows people to um, not only hang out and socialize with their friends, um, but also create the types of works that we were creating in real life that are able to bring people together, not only locally in one-off experiences, but on a global scale where anybody could experience culture um, right on a, a website or a mobile, you know, app and, and basically bring accessibility and, and co-presence, uh, to these fun events and open them up globally. So that's a little bit of a, you know, fast forward through the, through my history. Um, and nowhere is now, uh, three years old. We're a pandemic baby. Um, We've got a killer team and um, and got people all over the world, you know, jumping in and creating experiences. And we're trying to do our best to to make a tool that brings the world closer together and doesn't pull us apart. Now, that's that's pretty cool. And now some of the stuff I read online as I was doing my research, it says you're from Alabama. It says you're from Kentucky. Where did you where did you grow up that inspired the. The, the stars with the pier over over there because that was a pretty cool project itself and it took you guys two and a half years to figure out that technology to make that happen yeah yeah I was born and, and raised I was born in Tennessee and raised in Kentucky and uh, I have a lot of roots in the south so I remember I was at um, my uncle had uh, a lake house in Alabama that we used to go to for uh, July 4th and I'd lay out on the dock and look up at the stars. And, you know, it struck me when I moved to New York City in 2007 that I was like, you can't see the stars here, you know, and you definitely can't see them reflecting off the water like you could in Alabama. Um, and so we, you know, I, I was staring out at these pier posts, these decaying pier posts on the Hudson River and wondering, like, what happens to our humanity when we can't see the stars? you know, in a, in a city, what happens to our, to our humility 
you know, when we can't see our, our place in the universe. And so I was, you know, trying to make a statement on that. And it was the first time I was working in public space. And so, you know, I naively thought like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll swim out here on these pier posts and put some lights on them. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the heart of New York City. And then I, you know, the, the, the project slowly evolved um, with a lot of different mentors and different um, people collaborating on the, on the project with us to build the technology to a quite complex, uh, very simple idea that turned into a very complex installation where you had a, you know, you had a plaque on the shore and you had about 290 of these solar powered wireless LED um, uh, pucks that were on tops of these decaying pier posts. And then you could press different buttons on the plaque to light up different constellations that you can't see anymore because of the pollution in New York city. Um, so, and what I thought was going to be like, Hey, let's grab some lights and toss them on these piers became two and a half years of development, learning how to work with hardware and software and, you know, figure out a way to make this, you know, this quite simple idea come to life in a way that was quite poetic and, and, and beautiful for people. It always seems that the ideas are simple and the execution always like, ah, roadblock, roadblock, roadblock. But it's great that you <laughs> continue to persevere and get that to, to happen. Now, if you're ever in the Cleveland, Ohio area, let me know, mm -hmm. contact me, because we have one of the darkest places in the United States for stargazing, like 20 minutes from my house. Oh, sweet. So I'd That's like to amazing. see how that compares to the rural, rural south yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm addicted to stargazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's as you can see in this world here. <laughs> yeah, the, a lot of the a lot of the nowhere worlds are space worlds. You know, I, I did see that, and there's uh, somebody hit me up for saying super dope too much in one episode. But yeah, it, it was <laughs> it, it was super Let's dope. See. Let's see if we can say it as many times as possible in this episode. <laughs> super dope. They suggested us start a drinking game for as many times as I said super dope that episode. And I was like, oh, that would be bad. That'd be super dope. We're <laughs> <laughs> um, sending somebody to the hospital tonight, fam. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, so last week, my three-year-old, he kept running, about to be three-year-old, he kept running in, bursting in, you know, it's spring break or summer break going on right now, and he kept bursting into the room. So my wife and him had to tune into the live YouTube show, and she's like, babe, just a little suggestion. Your whiskey glass was filled. I said, what? She said, baby, you just keep it low and just keep pouring into it. So that's what I want to know. Is my whiskey glass too <laughs> full, just right? Or should I play the endless whiskey glass game? So definitely, <laughs> no one cares or notices that. Oh, my wife was all over that one because <laughs> your your glass was always full. So what, you weren't drinking enough? No, it was just really full. I filled it pretty much to the brim. I'm like, well, I got the pre-show, I have the show, and then I have post-production yeah. going on. So. I'm working on it over hours. It's not like I'm pounding it in the first 15 minutes of the show. It's pretty funny that every time you drink, it's a full glass, though. That would be really funny over the course of a, over the course of a podcast. Right. I'm like, it would be the endless glass. Just fill it up a little bit, and it just never moves. Take a sip, pour a little more. Take a sip, pour a little more. <laughs> I'm like, people would call that out, too. They're sharp online. Yeah, totally. 
Ooh, Robzilla said she thought it might be apple juice. That is one of the things I want to do Ooh. with my kids That's... is get Corona bottles, finish them out, wash them out, pour apple juice in it. And when she walks through the door, all the little ones are just sitting there with apple juice. And they're like, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's some movie magic right there. Yeah. Where are you going? Thank me later. He, he's buzzing all around. He's cruising. He's cruising around. Looks like we <laughs> lost him for a sec. You're just flying all over the place. All up in your grill now. <laughs> He's having way too much fun with this. Now. We lost your audio. Just FYI. Yeah, your audio is gone. Thank me later. He'll figure it out. He'll yeah. Figure it out. Um, now, right now, there's a capacity at 150 people in a space. Yep. That's correct. Um, you have you can do 150 people in a space, and then you can actually instance out as many spaces as you want within nowhere. Um, so if you want to do a large concert or a large gathering, you can actually have as many people in a space as, you know, you can have 150 in as many spaces as you want to get up to thousands and thousands. So, um, so if you had a big And then you could live stream. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now... It, and it, it and that's that's the way it will work in the future. You guys looking to scale that out? Is it a a, a bandwidth capacity? What's I mean? I understand you're developing the platform and still working your way through it, and it, it changes totally. by the day. But like, what's the what's your big vision for it? Um, big vision for that is just to continue to evolve and and just stay ahead of as much. The, the technology that we can push, you know, right now the, the, the break is on the client side a lot of times, you know, cause we're trying to be as accessible as possible for as many devices as possible, you know? So, um, we have done tests up to 250, 300, um, in a space. Um, and that should ramp up in the future. Um, we love the 150 number cause it's the Dunbar number and you never really like after 150 people, it's kind of like, you know, especially in these virtual spaces, it kind of gets to be too much. You're not going to meet all those people, you know. And with the spatial audio being able to, na- you know, navigate around and then, you know, you won't hear me over here and now you'll hear me hear me more. After you get past, you know, 150 people in an environment on the browser, it starts to get to be kind of ridiculous anyway. Um, That's got to take up some bandwidth. You have 150 people in a space and if they're like – not paying attention and all talking. That's really just got to all of a sudden like make chaos and craziness. Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of features that help that with, you know, being able to globally mute an audience, you know, um, you know, so you can, you can mute people if you want to, or you can specifically mute mute individuals. Um, And then there's a lot of like, you can amplify your pod. So I can amplify up. Now my voice goes three times into the environment. So if I'm on a stage, then I can perform. And I can drop up into God mic, and now my voice goes across the entire uh, space, including my my dog barking. Um, I like that it's called God mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. It's definitely from the theater days. When you're talking to the whole theater, they call it the God mic. Yeah. Now, um, what was the most exciting thing that you've done so far in Nowhere? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
there's been so many things. I think the my favorite is the we did a forty band music festival, the fuck off festival, the fuck the seal in uh, uh, French Canadian, um, and this amazing you know uh, uh, Canadian music festival called Fuck Off has hosted in nowhere many times. And they moved their entire, you know, festival into nowhere. They had multiple stages, you know, big sponsors, big bands. And then they basically, you were just like surfing around the different stages, watching the bands. And then the bands would come in and hang out as well. So you'd meet the artists and pop around and meet other people. And it really did feel like a festival environment, you know, because you had like a lounge lobby area where you're networking around. And then you went to drop into the different stages um, to see all the bands. Hold on one second. My dog going crazy. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Um, yeah. I'm still listening. Though. I can. Uh, I can uh, okay. Yeah. Now that's a great festival. And thank me later. What are you doing? <laughs> your your video is frozen because it's definitely different from. Or it's he's just a lying. little delay. <laughs> now he's getting in the way. He's getting all up in our grill. Yeah. He's showing our incredible nav meshes on our pods. Yeah. And <laughs> the live spaces, you can discover the live spaces. Um, we did have, oh, what happened? Ours was right here earlier. Yeah, I'll take you guys. Uh, you want to see some cool stuff? There's some fun stuff in here. Absolutely. Around. I'll show you a few things. Um I'll show you a couple of the fun capabilities, which you can you can do AI generated skyboxes in these worlds. So I'll just flip one, and you'll see how it completely transforms the space. So that's the uh, you can see that is kind of like a pre pre made one that I did. We'll do dragons flying in a western old timey world, um, and then boom, <laughs> there you are. Um, and you can see that that transform the entire space. And then if you follow me this way, we'll pop up into the blimp over here. Essentially, you see this, uh, this yellow blimp to my right? Click on that yellow blimp. Uh, to your left would be the little icon down on the ground. Oh, yeah. I was looking at the blimp blimp. Oh, yeah. We're going to teleport up to that blimp. So, Gathering online. I came to the blimp, and there they are. Yeah. Sweet. So this is... Uh, this is a, a typical stage. Um, let me put a. I'm gonna pull up a little video to uh, show you. In in nowhere, you can you can basically like share any content um, to these screens. So every environment has its own um, has its own screen to screen share. So you'll see. I just tossed up this video. This is just a YouTube, and then I can go full screen on that. Um, let me turn that. Turn that volume on there. And then as you get closer, you'll hear the audio.
But the cool thing. <laughs> so then I can make that go full screen. And that'll that'll go full screen on that. And then you can basically share content and you can live stream content or screen share uh, however you want. Um, and so that's super fun for Upland, I think, for cafes, for sharing content and being able to like hold a, you know, uh, a viewing of a race or a, or a hangout or a live stream. Yeah, I do like that, you know, you... I love the floating videos, so it's the interaction of people. You're not hiding behind an avatar. You can see the body language. You can see the communication, and I know you've talked about that in a lot in your interviews, um, that that's the important thing is the human connection. If we can't do it in person, then you, we, you know, this is a great way to have that connection where you get that communication, and you can see the facial features, the smiles, and is somebody really enjoying my art that I'm putting out, my performance, if it's music or theater or, or whatever the case may be. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's why we started with video for, for us, for nowhere um, is because it was really, it was during the pandemic and we were so pulled apart and we really wanted to create a space that allowed you to be together, you know, globally. Um, and so, you know, we, we've started with video chat and then we always knew we were going to build avatars in, in the future when they got to be the fidelity that, you know, I'll turn this music down here. Um, uh, when they got to be a fidelity where it feels real, you know, where you don't, it's not uncanny Valley where you're, you know, talking to, you know, and, and you don't really feel the other person or if it's fun, you know, and I think in the upland case, it's, you know, it's a, it's fun. You know, and there's already an, a really active community that that really enjoys playing the game. Um, you know, and it makes a lot of sense uh, for that expression. So, who found who first? Did you guys find Upland, or did Upland find you? Um, Upland found us through our. We both have a very active Brazilian community. Uh, my co-founder Ana Constantino is from Rio, um, and so you know we've had a, a, a big adoption from from Brazil. And we, through the, I, th- I believe it's through um, Brazilian Immersive Fashion Week, um, which did a, a, a lot of events within Nowhere and has a big community. Um, we did a, a coin quest um, uh, kind of community engagement from our Discord. And Edivan, a uh, Brazilian guy, found and I think brought in some folks from Upland in Brazil. Um, I believe that's how the original connection came. And then they were like, they met with us and, and then, um, you know, we just started, started the conversation and then it kind of fell off when they, they didn't think that we'd be interested in, in collaborating because we were so hardline video chat. Um, and then I ran into Idan and Dirk at the NFT NYC, um, open metaverse meetup, um, and re restarted the conversation and then we that was just a couple months ago very nice uh the hyde park ninjas want to know if they can host a fight in there because it looks like a great space for a battle yeah bring it on bring it on let's do it we can do 
Yeah, we could do all kinds of all kinds of battling in here. You could set up a stage, and you can also do. Um, I'll I'll share this as well, which would be quite fun for a battle. You can actually um, I can share the content. It's not going to be good with this video. Let me find a better video. Here we go. Um, So if you look in the background, you'll see I'm actually going to stream the uh, I'm actually going to stream the content out to the skybox. So if you come this way, you'll see it out over the. So this is something that if you shoot, if you shoot, if you shot something in 3D in like 360, you know, like a fight, and then you like stream the fight in a super minimal environment, and then you you put the fight uh, or the sports, you know, you can imagine racing, you know, in 360 uh, or or any kind of content in 360 that's shared in a virtual space like this. It's pretty sweet. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, everybody can hang out down there, and it's just broadcast everywhere. Yep. Yeah, and then you can switch. You know, you can easily switch back and forth between the screen and the skybox. You know, um, which makes it really fun. Wow. So you guys met at linked up at NFT NYC, and then you started talking and saying, "Hey, you know." We're, we're not opposed to doing avatars inside your game. And, and can you walk us through where that went? Yeah, totally. Um, Idan and I started talking and he was like, you know, we loved your tech. We were like, oh, this is amazing tech. You guys, you know, obviously building something really special. And, and, um, and we said, yeah, what happened? We were, <laughs> we were excited to, to work with you guys. And he was like, oh, well, we thought, you know, avatars were a hard line and, and I was like, no, no, let's talk. Let's figure it out. And so, um, you know, we started we started jamming, I think, the next week, Don and I did. And, um, and you know, they knew that they wanted to create these cafes um, for the community and, you know, start there and then expand from there. And so we just started talking and, you know, it, it was at a perfect development time where we were able to, you know, put some development time towards it and, and really dive in uh, with the Upland team. Um, and we just started working pretty quickly. I think within, from that conversation to like go time was maybe three weeks. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then we pulled it all together within a month. Um, wow. So it's an, and it's a real testament to, to both of our teams, you know, and, and, you know, the Upland team is amazing. Um, and we were able to dive in and, you know, start working with them really easily. Um, you know, and, and I think as well with, with the, both technologies have been built in a way that we were able to integrate quite, quite easily, um, in a way that, you know, that is quite seamless, you know, coming from upland, you know, right into these spaces. Um, and we hope to make it more and more so, you know, for, for when people are able to start creating their own worlds and their own experiences, their own, you know, um, games within the platform. Cause the, the, we've only really scratched the surface of what's possible um, within these spaces in, in nowhere. There's all kinds of, you know, triggered animations, you know, where you can hit a button and it'll eject you or, you know, you can ride on these, you know, the, 
those little platforms over there going up and down. You know, there's a there's a race game. There's um, you know all kinds of animations that you can play and trigger and ride on, and um, and you can build you know full on like Fall Guy worlds or race games. Um, we're built on top of uh, Babylon JS, which is y'all should check out. It's a it's a open source project from Microsoft um, that Microsoft took under their wing and run now, um, and it's an awesome game engine that's built directly for the web. Um, and they just we're about to upgrade to their Babylon Six, which is extremely powerful for building things. Um, and our world builder on Blender really allows you to be, build really stunning environments, you know, with all of these game mechanics, um, you know, right for the web. Yeah, I've and seen so- some, uh, just a little poking around I've done, I've seen some amazing spaces that people have already put together. Now, now, now with ejecting people, would you be able to, if somebody's like heckling you, could you just like eject them out of their space and it would just shoot them off and with like cool animation? Because that would be pretty <laughs> awesome in itself. Just be like, get out of here. <laughs> Boom. We, we dreamed about like uh, brainstorming a bunch, um, like a giant boot, like a host being able to have a giant boot come down and go boom and just like kick you out into the sky. Um, right now you can just do it like as a, you, you can kick, kick a person out or you can block them as a host. So, you know, and that's easy. You can do it from the player list in the upper right. You'll see there's a player list and you see us three there. And then with that, you can see like, you, you can make somebody a host, you can kick them out, or you can block them, and you can send a little note to them. And then you can also amplify them, um, so I can amplify you, you know, right from there um, to give you, like, host host capabilities. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. That's pretty neat. So now you're, yeah, now your voice goes three times into the space. And then you see in the bottom right, you'll see the God mic, and then you can, you can talk to me way out here. Oh, look at that. <laughs> now you're way out there. I can hear you at... Like, that makes me think of the movie, uh, what was that? Was it just called Seal Team? And he's like, I am God and I'm in position. Yeah. (laughs) That that was the early 90s with Charlie Sheen. That same one. (laughs) Um, Somebody said it would be incredible to have marble races with your spheres. So you would race just somebody with with this. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually have a, like, a test Fall Guy world you know, that, uh, that's pretty sweet where you race in these little video pods, um, you know, through a bunch of different obstacles that, you know, bounce you around and throw you different ways. Um, which is really fun. And one of the things I did want to discuss with you. So we happened to be walking out of the bathroom at the same time in Genesis week and the cleaning lady was there. And, um, and, Uh and I just wanted people to hear that story shared, you know, you've talked about it, you you spoke about it, but I just wanted our audience to, to hear your impression of how how that struck you from somebody that's traveled the world, participated in so many things and so many productions and organizations, just, just how that struck you. (coughs) Yes. Excuse me. Yeah, sure. Um, (coughs) yeah, we, Whoa! It got me. That spin thrift, it's really uh, strong stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, we were coming out of the bathroom. I can't remember going in or out, but um, there was a lovely woman uh, was waiting to clean the bathroom. And, you know, she seemed kind of exasperated because she was, like, trying to get in there to clean, and we were going in the men's room. And, uh, and we were like, oh, do you need to clean? And we were, you know, kind of giving her that space. And then 
you know, she said, no, no, please go ahead. And she said, you know, I have to, then we went in, we came out and she said, you know, I have to tell you of all my years working here, and this is in the Sahara in Vegas. So she must see a different community every three days, like, you know, in this event center that's in this casino. And she said, in all my years working here, you guys are the most kind and considerate and delightful people that I've worked with. And I just thought like, here's a woman who's, you know, cleaning bathrooms in this place. That's just like high volume of people nonstop. And it just is such a testament to the beauty of the community of the upland community of just how considerate and nice they were to everybody. Um, and that really struck me, you know, as, as, you know, someone who comes from a small town in Kentucky where, you know, you don't have anonymity, you know, you, everybody you have to knows your everybody. business. Exactly. Everybody knows your business and you better treat your neighbor as you want to be treated, treated, you know, or, you know, it's going to come back to you. And I think a lot of people in service jobs, you know, don't experience that, you know, and, and so it was a real testament to the upland community, um, on the kindness and the, you know, and, and people taking care of each other. So, and I noticed that, you know, throughout the, the event, you know, people are just really, really sweet and really nice. And, and it seemed like very collaborative, you know, and wanting to, to come together and make some awesome things. Now, what do you, what do you envision for your partnership with Upland? And because I'm, I'm still thinking, I'm like, okay, I want to do the show, but I also want to do stuff now at Nowhere because this is a great experience. You got a lot of cool backgrounds and all that, but where do you see, you say it's, you know, the, the possibilities are limitless, but where, where do you see it going with them? We're really excited to explore what adding a commerce layer, you know, really, uh, really brings. You know, it's not something that we really push for um, within Nowhere, which is digital assets, ownership, you know, a real world map to give context. And they're all things that we had thought, you know, we'd get to in the future. But we're really excited with such an active community to see what they will do with these virtual spaces when they have the ability to make money with them, you know, and host, you know, events where they're able to, you know, start to charge tickets or memberships, you know, sell NFTs within those spaces, um, you know, have collective streaming, have games, you know, and really start to explore what the metaverse would be like, you know, with um, these meta ventures, uh, within the, the powerful world building that you can do with these nowhere spaces right within Upland, you know? So I think that one thing we're, you know, very excited about is just to see what the community wants, you know, in these spaces and what do they want to do with these spaces, you know? So then we can start to really, you know, hone in on, you know, what's, what's, what's the most fun for people, you know, what makes people want to spend time here and get to know each other and deepen that community. Um, and I'm excited from the artistic standpoint of live performances of you know, just music. And I, I can see it starting out, you know, as just your indie artist having their little spaces or somebody putting together a meta ventures that hosts a place that does shows on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, you know, and they're booking the booking the artist and the artist can have sell stuff just like you're saying. But then I can see the next level where the real world world venues start coming in and they're like, hey, we want to buy the property that we own in real 
real life or we actually like this property just up the street and we want to buy that and we can make this big thing and i can really see how this plays into helping all of that out totally and that's really where we're headed with nowhere itself is you know having come from you know in real life um experience design and and concert design and you know and and art creation you know where we see all of this going in the future are these dynamic hybrid events where the real life experience is enhanced by the digital experience and, and back and forth, vice versa. You know, the, the digital experience is not trying to recreate or replace the in real life experience. And the in real life experience is not trying to, you know, accommodate to the digital experience. They're both equivalently interesting and dynamic on their own right. But you can have an in real life concert, you know, say you have Lady Gaga in New York City in an intimate, you know, cathedral and only 5,000 people can have a ticket there, you know, and be in person. And it's special for those people and for Lady Gaga to perform in that type of intimate environment. Music is best in those environments, you know. But then you can have an experience where you're able to buy a global ticket, you're able to drop into that venue and feel co-present with those other people and really feel like you're in that environment with Lady Gaga and maybe be brought up on stage by her, you know, and, and, you know, get the exclusive merch, you know, have the opportunity to, to, to feel like you're backstage at that environment, you know? So I think that hybrid future is where we really see this um, going, especially for cultural events, you know, and, and giving people access to culture anywhere in the world is a is a really big key for us because you know in in our lifetime people have been portals you know it's not it's not the cultural events necessarily that are the portals it's the people that you meet at those cultural events that really open the doors for you and allow you to go you know further in life so you know if we can create these experiences that are hybrid where you can have people from anywhere in the world able to drop in on a mobile phone and go to a you know an opera that's at the Met or go to a, you know, an intimate concert by a Japanese punk band in Tokyo, you know, or, um, you know, the a new club that just opened in Berlin and Upland, you know, um, and then meet, meet like-minded people, you know, it's, it's incredible to think about the possibilities of the interconnections that will be created um, from that layer of collective experience technology. And so that's, that's really where I'm, I, we're thrilled to be, you know, partnering because I think both Upland and us see this great potential in that open metaverse, you know, that's connected to a real life map that has a creator economy that's really thriving and able to create any kind of experience within their properties and their spaces, you know, and then, like you said, the big concert players come in, you know, and then you have, you know, Coachella and Upland or you have, you know, um, uh, you know, Burning Man and Nowhere, you know, um, so. And I like, you know, it's just not the music venues. You can have the art galleries with featured artists coming in talking about, you know, the paintings or the sculptures that they do. You can have your own comedy. Like I see comedy clubs in Upland where you're able to attract, uh, attract up and coming comics along with established comics and the, the intimate performances. Think about that as an artist too. You know, you can, you don't have to hit the road, you know, and travel like, all right, I'm in this city and, you know, I, I did the, 
you, you have your time. And I don't think a lot of people understand the time that goes into performers, you know, pre-show, post-show, breakdown, setup, all that stuff, and then the travel. And these, totally. are, these are great platforms where you can sit and, you know, host an intimate 30, 45-minute show each and every night and even just limit it and charge a decent price because – Dude, Seat Geek and them, they're ridiculous. $25, uh, like Ticketmaster, $25 a processing fee for a digital ticket, each one nowadays. Come on, that's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Like, I get overall, then, but, you know, for each ticket, come on now. There's no paper, there's no mail, it's just digital. Stop ripping people off. Yeah, totally. That's one exciting thing, too, is just all of these entertainment experiences that, you know, currently are happening on a local level you know, um, you know, are soon going to be able to be turned on within properties in Upland, you know, and, and then be able to invite, you know, people from all over the world to come into a comedy club, you know, come into a bowling game or come into a race game. Um, you know, and that's, you know, we have in nowhere right now, we have New York comedy club that does recurring performances. Comedy actually works really well in nowhere. Um, so they do, they do a live show in Manhattan and then they stream it into nowhere and then the, the comics come in to nowhere from backstage and meet the global audience in nowhere. Um, and it's pretty sick. That's awesome. Or wait, no, that's super dope. Let's take some drinks. That's super dope. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Somebody did ask, are there any plans towards using things other than icons in the future for avatars? Um, and I know in, here in nowhere that's the whole thing is the video for that personal connection in um in upland what's the plans there in upland you know we've talked about potentially in the future doing um some sort of hybrid system where you can if you're a host uh enable video chat if you want to have the more um co-presence feeling of of live video um but we're really happy with ready player me I think Ready Player Me has been crushing, you know, that development and, and leaning into the open metaverse and being able to carry your digital assets across different platforms. So we're really psyched to have those avatars, you know, and, and be starting down the road with Ready Player Me and Upland. And it, eventually in Nowhere, we want to have that kind of um, that kind of choice uh, ability in the future. Um, we're not sure when we're going to incorporate it, but um, we do see great value from a lot of clients you know, who want to do, you know, large scale, you know, um, big concerts or open public events, you know, for the power of, uh, of an avatar, you know. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Really, really uh, want to dive more into what you got going on here in Nowhere. I'm looking forward to the implementation in Upland and the things that can be created there because I do own the property in San Francisco where Kpu. Uh, radio station is broadcast out <laughs> so i want to definitely nice. go there with my uh poo block explorer and uh broadcast the show each and every week live in a in a cafe or a studio like that yeah um so that will be fun uh do a whole like uh, live concert series from the radio station like uh kcrw or k k kxep what's the one in seattle Ooh. K K X E P or whatever. Yeah. And and for the people that haven't been paying attention, do your research. 
look John up. He's done some pretty cool stuff, and he was super humble of things that he's accomplished. <laughs> I, like, he's super humble. I was like, wow. I, I was, you know, I told my wife, I'm like, man, I'm super pumped. I go, John's coming on the show tonight. You know, and, and then I had the ability and time to look at stuff over the weekend. I'm like, oh, my God, he did this. He did that. He worked with that. He worked with uh, And it, it's just not. But even in Vegas meeting you, you're a person that puts out good energy and good energy comes back to you. And so, yeah. It's true. That's I, I believe that wholeheartedly. You know, I I I just want to work with great people on great projects. And and I really believe that. You know, I've watched it in my lifetime where, you know, art has changed me and cultural experiences have, have really opened so many, so many possibilities in my life. And, you know, I think that um, people make the place, you know, and if you're a good person in the world, good tends to come back to you and, and tends to pay off. Yeah. And I do appreciate you taking your time late on a Thursday night to join us and talk to talk to us. Uh, is there anything you want to that we didn't capture talking with you today that you want to get out there for people to know? Um, I think that I, I mean, I'm very curious to connect in, you know, further to the Upland community. So, you know, please reach out if anybody has any questions. Um, we have a discord in, in nowhere where you can ask questions. Um, you can get your own free space in nowhere right now and start to play around with the technology um, and get ready for when, uh, you know, it gets incorporated where anybody can have their space in Upland. Um, and, you know, if you're a world builder out there and you, you know, are working on a game or working on something for Upland, I'd strongly encourage you to check out our Blender plugin. You can go to nowhere.io, um, I think it's slash spaces, um, and you can download the... Um, the, the plug-in right there and start building your world on Blender. Um, and then, you know, I think we're, we're learning every day, you know, so love your feedback and thoughts. You know, I really like the, the Upland community and it's been around for a while and, you know, it's really developed, you know, into a great, great supportive community. So it's cool to be a part of it and, you know, let us know what you guys are thinking and what your thoughts are and we'll, we'll keep building. Oh yeah. And if you have any questions, you got my contact and, thank me later myself we'll uh we'll talk to you about upland all day long that's how it started <laughs> <laughs> i love it we started within a couple of weeks of each other in er in january 2020 and we've launched the podcast in june of 2020 and we talked about doing the podcast for about two months and we're like all right dude we just got to do it Let, let's record and let's get going and <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so we got history, we got stories, and we got theories, we got numbers, we got all kinds of fun stuff. So, I love that. Yeah. I love it. And if you do want to check out the rest of the show, you do got the StreamYard link. You can hop backstage and catch us there. Um, awesome. But other than that, we do appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And I'm definitely going to keep in touch. And you can de- I'll pick your brain about nowhere. You can pick my brain about Upland. That sounds great. I love it. All right, John. Thank you Thanks, so much. Guys. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful night. All right. You too. We'll see you later. Oh, thank me later. Where you at? Oh, dang. He just like turned into a disc and disappeared. Oh, wait. I think. Oh, no, hold on. Uh, unmute site. How about now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. Because I had to switch. Anyway. Yeah. Hold on.
Magic. Magic. No, that was, that was a good time. What what do yeah. you think overall? Yeah, I really think it's an interesting space. Uh, I realize what we should do next time and what we should do moving forward is we can just launch the space and then just stream the YouTube. Yes. To it. So we don't have to actually. And then after it, we can jump into the space. But that way, I think that would solve it because then we can do we can just stream through StreamYard and then just have it streaming into our nowhere space. Yeah. I, I really liked yeah, I liked a lot about it. So can't complain. Yeah, and, and John's such a cool guy. I can't believe he came on. I was, that was so exciting. Um yeah, so I'm really excited about uh working with him more and getting really deep on the nowhere spaces. If you haven't signed up, please sign up. I'm surprised we didn't see anybody sneak in there. Because uh, it was one of the public, uh, I guess it, we probably... It's called the not. middle. We didn't put it out there that much, but yeah. Oh, uh, more Jesus trying to flatter us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you were in the actual space, you could have got all up in that grill. Yes. You, you could have been up in it with your little pod. What up, Santos? Yeah, and... The nice thing there is it was while well, you were doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but yeah, I was trying to figure it out. Yes. We definitely need the puppet to be a video. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. The puppet's full of nonsense. Don't listen to a puppet. He's full of lies. That's puppet abuse. You're going to jail. I don't know what you're talking about. Never happened. <laughs> I've never met that puppet in my life. So we do have some stuff to go through. Talk about, um, number one, next week I will be traveling back. So you're hosting a ladies round table. Yeah. I need to organize that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. You need to recognize that. And then in two weeks, uh, we will be live from the San Francisco cafe in Upland. So we definitely have to, we got to get our, we got to get back to San Francisco so we can put our. Are they paying? Are they paying our flights to San Francisco? Stop being cheap. Then they can meet us in. Take the train. You're in Los Angeles. Take the train. I want my I want my train ticket reimbursed to and from. Oh. I'm in I'm in LA Minton property. So if so, I got to so go. How, so how much is the train ticket from LA to San Francisco? What What do I look like, TripAdvisor? Well, I, I'm just saying. Let's say let's say it's six hundred upx. Okay. Use your points, right? That's sixty cents. You're complaining and? about sixty cents. Hey, and where's the hundred dollars that you lost of my money on the blackjack table? <laughs> <laughs> I was we were gonna bring that up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're complaining. You're, you're complaining about sixty cents, but we are on July sixth, almost one month from Genesis Week. And you still have my missing hundred dollars. Oh, oh my god! What is it? How am I paying you, Venmo? You're about to get an app. Oh, you can't. You don't have Apple Pay. I don't. Oh my god. I, we'll take you, care of it later. No, no. <laughs> you made a damn thing on it. What's your what's my your email address? What's your Venmo? My email. Do you have Venmo? Yeah. I do. What's your email? God, jeez. We're going to you sometimes. Just put it out. Just put your email up there. It's my last, uh, my first name and last name at Gmail. I don't know your name. Yes, you do. 
let's see here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I need to pour pour a stiffer drink with you. Jeez. Yeah, you better top it up. You're I don't know what your wife was talking about. You need a bigger you just need like a, just like a thirty two ounce big gulp. <laughs> Ooh, that 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 would end in a wrecking wrecked. Do 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 do. All right, let's see here. Venmo, paste. Or, it says it couldn't find any matches. I'll send it to you. Don't worry. Let's move on. We still have Rock Rito, Rock Drigo backstage, and I had some cool market stuff I wanted to talk to. So let's go ahead and Rock Drigo has been waiting patiently, and unfortunately, this is his last appearance. Maybe. Wait, what? Kind what? of, yeah, big news. Big news. Congratulations, um, uh, real world stuff. Um, got a big score personally for him, work-wise, so it's changing things up in his life, but uh, yeah. Yeah, little big step in, in my personal and business life, so I'll need to uh, get backstage and focus more on my um, professional development there. Uh, but nevertheless, I'm just leaving the uh, the live spaces. I'm not leaving the data analytics or anything like that, or the game or anything. Just the live appearances. That's fair. Yeah, sorry for that. But um, let's get into analytics. Share the whole screen, entire screen. Yes. Oh. But don't worry, you won't be gone for long. You can't resist us. You will be back uh, on special occasions just to show your wealth and knowledge. Hopefully, well, it might be. Yeah, at least I would Vegas. be willing to like pick a different time that like, worked for you. Like we could just even pre-record uh, and play. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I really like your your stuff. So, I mean, I think yeah. we could find a time each week. Or every couple weeks to just record like a quick 20-minute segment, honestly, if you wanted. I would be willing to help with that. Cheers. I'll, I'll consider that and, and, yeah, see the opportunity to, to, to keep going with these um, analytics that are, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, and as such, uh, the, the world has changed. There you go. Century City is... I paid you. I paid you. There it is. There. I paid you. Stop being a little <laughs> punk about it. Have you got the notification yet? Uh, not yet. It's waiting. I sent it to your PayPal. Oh, did my PayPal? Okay. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Awesome. There. <laughs> so being a little punk. I did, hold on. Hold on, Rock. <laughs> being a little punk. I haven't mentioned it for a month because I exactly. just do it. All you, all you had to do was mention I totally forgot. Like, <laughs> You think I remember bowling that hundred dollars? No. Yeah, I do. I'm just kidding. I tell everybody about it. that. Shit was hilarious. Ah, like we had the ninjas there, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And you're like, you got to zero out to leave the table. Oh, it was bad. Anyway, we were playing blackjack, so I was just like, yeah, I want to leave the table. I got to zero out, and they're like, what? And I'm like, all in, and they're like, what? I was just like, yeah, I have to bet all my money until I lose, so then I can leave. I ended up winning the first time, and then I like, yeah. kept winning. <laughs> then you had to borrow money from KO, and then you won that. Then you pay KO back, but then you lost all my money and walked away. So, Yeah, it was fun. And that's why everybody needs to go to Genesis Week. All right, Rock. Yeah. 
We're back to you. Let's get it going. You got this up, and there we go. Yeah, definitely. I need to visit next Genesis week. Uh, Missing out from that much. Put in your Um, vacation now with the new company. Right now, block it out. (laughs) Exactly. Definitely. Um, I'll get my own, so yeah. Uh, So Hell's Kitchen uh, still keep going. They are uh, decided to be the next month's... um, uh, community status, uh, community spawn collection status in Upland. So that's brilliant. Uh, but uh, Century City is also uh, back in their steps. They have been growing in the past uh, week, week and a half. So um, it's going to be a very interesting month, uh, end of the month. Um, Midtown Terrace, uh, they made a, an event uh, to uh, from the 25th until the f- uh, 5th of July. And um, we've already seen the, their results. Uh, it, it was a very good test. Uh, they are uh, getting back and adjusting, but that gave uh, Health Kitchen the path to get into second position. Man. But there, there are also other surprises. Uh, Hollywood here, uh, after a long time of really not appearing to be anything, they already started to grow there. Not, don't know what they are doing. Where is, um, what, uh, what city is Hollywood in? Queens. Uh, is is the one from Bradish Head? Oh, well, I was going to say I found out um, after the show that uh, our boy Green Turtles run in Hell's Kitchen. Yes, we said I didn't that know. last week. Yeah, oh, was it? Yeah, so I didn't He's realize. Movement. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe we did talk about it last week. Uh, but yeah, because he messaged me about it, and uh, yeah, it was a good conversation. That's uh, I. Yeah, I really hope that either I'm I'm on board with either Hell's Kitchen or Midtown Terrace uh, overtaking Century City um, for sure. Let's go. I, I don't think it will be Midtown Terrace. Uh, they'll be readjusting back to to this area because it was just a test, and they are going to prepare in order to uh, know the exact moment to to spawn. As as I talked to Ben uh, sixty eight from there. Uh, so you revealed his whole strategy. He'll well, yeah. We are thanks to this. We are all building our own strategy. <laughs> That's a good thing about this, um, and I, that I love about so much. Um, Red Hook. I have no idea what they are doing. They're just bumping around all the way. Uh, same as Praia Bandera. They are. Uh, they started very good at the beginning, but they have stalled quite a lot. Um, same as Sherwood Forest, they started growing quite a, a little bit here, but they've uh, been stalling. We are uh, already uh, growing, uh, finally. We already have kind of a, a, a strategy as well. Um, like, okay, so How Coilwood is not growing in more interest. You guys are doing, I think, one of the biggest giveaways I've ever seen in Upland yes. for your anniversary, and you guys were just chilling. That secondary market needs to be flooded with people just jumping in and like mashing that like let's skyrocket quail wood. Yeah, in in, in part, uh, we have been a very uh, closed community in the past two years. Uh, we didn't have the actual the the appropriate infrastructure to welcome more people. Uh, we had to uh, update a lot of things, so. Uh, uh, we, we haven't been that, um, and, and I haven't been, uh, asked 
from anyone uh, about anything. Uh, but uh, what we're planning to do, uh, thanks to, to you guys also, uh, we already have uh, over 5 million UPX worth in, in prices. We are going to start a scavenger hunt based on, on structures and map assets uh, starting the 5th of August uh, until the other Saturday uh, on a fortnight uh, so that people can fly to Quailwood uh, and Bakers- in Bakersfield and uh, be the quickest to win. We already have like uh, above 30 gifts from that. Um, and you can already register at a blend.me, a blend.me slash scavenger slash scavenger. Uh, it's already working. So we are uh, preparing everything to launch on the, uh, on the Saturday, August 5th. Uh, we are also going to be uh, doing a live uh, event in our server because we are hoping to open it uh, one, two weeks before the, the event so we can welcome people and start chatting about it. Um, and on that Saturday, we are going to do a live uh, kickstart with another uh, live raffle of uh, 100K for all the uh, visitors that are going to be with there that day with us. 100K UPX. Wow. Now, who do you think... So, who do you think's the leader going into July for locking up the next uh, collection? And who do you think the dark horse is? What do you mean about dark horse? Dark horse is somebody that's going to surprise you, that's going to creep up, that nobody was expecting. Uh, Yeah, when uh, I was talking about... uh, ratings with more cheese uh, she said yeah mine is going to get up in the top 20s and she did that day uh, yeah. yesterday so and and now she grew, she grew another uh, 32 points sorry for that let me go here come on 32 points yeah so uh, she might be doing something if she plans to advance uh, uh, or take advantage of something um I think it's going to be a very, a very tight fight. Uh, we have Century City, we have Hell's Kitchen, um, and uh, there was, yeah, Merced Manor. Merced Manor has been growing quite a lot. Uh, uh, kind of, uh, yeah, they, they would be up here if they would have started with 13.15-something uh, points. They started... At place 18, they are now at place 14, and they have been fighting uh, all of us. So if they start doing something, uh, it's quite interesting what is going on in there in, in, in Merced Manor. I have no idea who is uh, behind those. Uh, that's June June and uh, Recurrier. All oh, right, okay. Um, I'm, uh, here oh, yeah, I'm showing the top 30 from... The top 50, and there is no real contender that is uh, really growing or doing things. Fairview, Kansas got a huge drop. They are not even in the in this board anymore. Uh, who is this one? Broad Channel, Queens. I have no idea what they did. They lost so many points. <laughs> they bricked. Yeah. So there, there is not much... Uh, com- um, competitors uh, for for next month. Century City, Hell's Kitchen, Merced Manor, uh, Bronxville might have a good opportunity if they keep that trend and they understand the 
rolling average trends and, and they don't get into a plateau like Hell's Kitchen did. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a very close and interesting um, end of the month and maybe someone else might appear here in the in the top 20s to, to fight that, um, what do you call it? Dark night? Dark close. Dark horse. Yeah, dark horse. Course. Yeah, no, uh, Recurrier was reaching out to people for Merced Manor to build because I think uh, I'm building a bunch of townhouses there. So they're definitely uh, building out. He's doing something positive, yeah. Congrats on that. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're running the ladies, oh, ladies is launching in Merced Manor. There you go. Mm. Lots of and Gonzale as well. Yeah, so I wouldn't as well. I wouldn't sleep on Merced Manor. Oh, and Bronx style. Yeah, yeah. Ow, ow. <laughs> so yeah, definitely it's going to be a very interesting time and more so what happens with with the next month, uh no with uh, August in, in September. Um if there is no real contender right now and there is no dark course, then um Hope you, everyone, help us Quailwood to grow up. <laughs> Shouldn't even wait. Let's get Quailwood up this month. Yeah, could be an yeah, interesting maybe Quailwood's one. the dark horse, eh? Yeah, let, let's uh, let's work with some of the people that have a lot of properties that they can sell and get some people in that can be big players to help Wait, Quailwood jump out? out. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're sold out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what's your market? What's your secondary like? Uh, quite high, but not uh, completely. Um, well, there you go. Regulated. That's why. But we still can make some interesting um, trades. <laughs> well, good luck, Quailwood. I love this stuff so. Uh, congrats on your new job, by the way. Super exciting. Uh, yeah. I know you won't be able to join us live, but hopefully we can convince you to pre-record a segment because this is super cool. Absolutely. Always love the data each and every week and uh, was glad you could join us. And we'll figure out how to work it in with your new schedule. So uh, just let us know. Absolutely. I'll be glad to um, get uh, an opportunity to still do things like this. And yeah, we can surely get to an arrangement. Cheers, guys. Thank you. All right, Rock Reader. Thank you so much. Awesome. Always love that stuff. Yeah. A um, couple of things I did want to jump into. Um, luckily, there was no big news from Upland this week. They did a 4th of July thing, and that was about it. Uh, market update, just looking back on a week, nothing really spectacular. Other than London moved into the number two spot past Santa Clara. So you got Manhattan, London, Santa Clara, Rutherford, San Francisco, rounding out your top five. Hmm. Good on London. Good job. So your highest arbitrage between your OPEX price and your U.S. dollar floor price? Arbitrage is... 
Someone got a word a day calendar for Christmas. What is this nonsense? It's been like that since I started doing this, so get off it. No way. You've never said the word arbitrage on this show. I might not have said it, but it was on the slide. Uh, it does not matter. You know I can't read. So That's not my fault. never said the word arbitrage because I definitely would have called you out on that. I did, and you just called me out. So moving on. <laughs> Your highest ones where, you know, it's where you can buy for your U.S. dollar and flip it for OPEX. You know, you're looking Rutherford, London, San Fran, Manhattan, Santa Clara, Bueno, Staten, Nashville, New Orleans, and Cleveland. They're all over 50% difference between their OPEX floor and their U.S. dollar floor. And then if you look at your lowest city ones, where it's better to buy for UPEX and sell for U.S. dollar, if you're trying to get your money out of Upland, Detroit, Rio are both under 30%, and then Sao Paulo's under 40%, and then you have Oakland, KC, Bakersfield, Chicago, Queens, Fresno, and Porto, all over 40%, but under 46%. Yeah, I'm curious how deep that $3 floor is in Detroit and how often it moves. Because it seems like a great deal, but dang. Yeah, you got to look at your markup percentage, but still, you buy a $3 and sell it and get get a good return. I mean, you buy your Obix floor and get a good return, you know, 28% difference. So it's a lot better than 50 or 60 or 70. Um, 30-day t- change... Up, uh, London's kind of skewed because of the person going to jail, so it jumped forty percent from about twenty five thousand upex to thirty five thousand upex. But that person went to jail. Uh, nothing to talk about overall. Twelve weeks, your top five upex is down, and your uh, U.S. dollar is down over the last three months. Uh, pretty similar, not nothing too. I mean, your top five are down over right around 30%, between 25 30%, but not looking good. Now, your markup percentage, your UPEX floor price versus your UPEX floor market percentage just came way down. We were into some crazy, crazy numbers you know, a couple months ago, everything's under a thousand percent, and San Francisco is actually re- leading the way at eight hundred and ninety-three percent. Wow! Dang, Manhattan only at three X. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! That property. By the time we did the numbers, and we're showing it now, that property is probably snatched up and gone. Oh, a thousand times over. Wait. Yeah, wait. It says Manhattan's floor price is seven thousand upex. There's no way that's correct. It, it was a, it was a quick somebody liquidated. They're gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, where did I want to go? Moving through, moving through. Wait, we got minus seventeen percent. Oh, because of the expansion. Yes. Yeah, because of the expansion. Hmm. Keep going, keep going. Um, not that one. I want this one. So looking back at the month of June, going from June 1st to June 30th, 
the median sale price. So these are properties actually sold in the cities. Um, the median, which is the middle. Oh, hey, this yeah. is useful data. I'm sorry. I was about to make fun of you again for bringing this nonsense up, but this is the good stuff. Yes. So we got median sale price in UPEX and we have average sale price in UPEX here. Can you explain to the listeners the difference between median and average? So say you have a hundred and one numbers of sales that went on. It would be smack dab in the middle. So it would be number 50. Um, And the average is you take all of them and add them all up and divide it by the number that you have. Uh, Some people like average. Some people like median. We do know there are cities in Upland that are burners. And then we do know that there are other cities that just are actually doing solid volume. I refuse to understand or agree that median price makes any difference then. No. That's the most insanely arbitrary number. Uh, it's this, just the middle. Like, yeah, but if, but like if you had like five sales for a million and 90 sales for five, and then the median would say it was five. <laughs> and it's just like, well, wait a second. I, I mean, anyway, doesn't the- matter. If somebody wanted to see it, the average makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's impressive. Manhattan sitting at 118,000 average. Yes. That's pretty cool. Um, like, to me, the average says a lot about something. I mean, even London, very impressive. I'm a 60,000 uh, average sale. will be good as a number of sales next to it. But um, because, like, for instance, if Manhattan sold three properties where San Francisco sold 300, it shows above, below. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, and. And you look at Manhattan, 82 is the medium price of that smack dab in the middle, but the average is 118. People aren't buying burners in Manhattan. No. (laughs) People aren't buying Manhattan. I've never heard somebody be like, I'm buying me a Manhattan burner this week. No. No. The first place to ever have burners was Fresno. Right. And Fresno and Detroit are not on either of these lists this month. Why not? Because these are the average sale prices. This is this is where the top dollars are playing. No, I want to know. I want to, I'd be curious, uh, you know, Detroit with as many burners, is the average $3 or is the average higher because there's actually other sales, big sales going on? We don't know because you didn't pull the data. Oh, oh, hey, look at this. Hold on. Oh, uh-oh. I don't like getting called out immediately. <laughs> Hold on. What? Let oh, and there's the total number of transactions. You had all the data there. Yeah. Let me reformat it. Got UPEX and I got US dollars. Hold on. I had it set up just to sort some data. Um, resorting really quick. All right. Now I can go back to sharing. It's still black. We know. We know. All right. So do you want to see UPEX or U.S. dollars? Uh, U.S. dollars, please. 
Yes, you guys will call me out later for hiding that column. But anyway. What was that column? It was the 5% that Upland takes. <laughs> All right. So this is U.S. dollars. Um, down here, oh, I've messed up my... That's horrible. How, I messed I mean, it that, up. You're just doing a sum? Yeah. I Well, I sorted the... Oh, gosh. I can't watch you do this so painfully. Either way, that's what I wanted well, to do. Oh, it was giving God. you, it even gave you the suggestion of like, hey, buddy, we get that this is technology beyond your grasp. Let us help you out. It's we not, think we know what you're trying to do. Whatever. There you go. So the point is, is <laughs> I like to watch out of context, bro. That is. It, it was there. I sorted stuff, whatever. I wasn't going to pull up this spreadsheet, but thank me later, ask me for it. So whatever. But either way. I think that's pretty interesting. Players earned almost, you know, after Upland takes their cut, you know, they they earned almost $285,000, U.S. dollars in selling property. But if you want to look at, if you want to look at Detroit, so they had 642 transactions in U.S. dollars. Uh, Their average sale price was $21.38, which was, uh, 706% markup. It was the average markup percentage for the sales price. Uh, the median sale price though was $4 and five cents. Uh, that's something that I'm going to look at too, is getting the, um, breakdown there. But as you can see the median right in the middle four or five. So definitely there were some high price burners going on in Detroit last month. Yeah. Los Angeles, though, came in with an impressive $51,000, about $500 in sales. The median was 5 bucks. The average was sixteen thirty-two. I haven't heard of any Los Angeles burners. <laughs> no, but if you're going to buy into Los Angeles, like I think the, uh, the USD price on that is pretty low. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, and even, uh, Berlin was rocking, uh, so London had 47,000. Uh-oh. We got Uh-oh. somebody upset. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Someone's not happy with the median sales price in Los Angeles. You're mad about things? Is mommy making you mad? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. bedtime, buddy. I love you too. He's really hamming it up for the mic right now. Oh, he is. Absolutely. No, not him. You. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Go see mama. It's bedtime, okay? I love you. Summer break. Mm. Um. What else did you want to see here? Nothing. This is super cool. I like this. We definitely can dive more into this uh, data set later yeah. or in future episodes. And I did 
And they were all tier one cities that saw the most volume in U.S. dollars. Los Angeles, London, Berlin. Um, they were your top three. They were all over $30,000 in sales for the month. What was San Francisco? Where's where's good old SF? 13? Yep, 13. That's not bad, I guess. And then if you if you look at OPEX... Um, If you, whatever. Um, if you look at UpX, though, uh, of course, oh. the reference is gone. But you, you had a lot of sales, 107,000 in London. Um, it, it was no, almost... Median... Oh, damn. I don't like median market price. Where's the average market price? Average average market price, 1,500% in Manhattan. Only 183 sales. Uh but still, wow, an average of, wait, so do we have total OPEX sales volume? Yeah, I will fix that really quick. Well, no, because that's, that's dollars, right? No, this is OPEX. Oh, that's OPEX. But wait, I thought you had total dollar sales too. Yeah. It's just somewhere else. Total dollar sales right here. Oh, it's a different tab altogether. Yeah. And then gotcha. here's your total OPEX sales. Gotcha. So let's see here. So even though Manhattan didn't do very many, still did 21 million. Look at London pumping out 100 million OPEX in sales. Well, look at Berlin, 216 million in sales. Wow, what the hell happened in Berlin? Well, they had so you had the Berlin release and then you had the thrifty traders, so you would expect higher transaction volume, you'd expect the total sales to be there. Uh, but I was surprised that even the median sale price was still 177.69% markup, so it wasn't even like you were getting there were deals, and you do have the floor there that under mint, but it's nowhere close to what people think. Yeah, that's impressive. Good job, Berlin. And then even the median sale in Manhattan was over a thousand percent markup. You know what though? I want to take, I think this is an important thing. Can we just scroll down? Cause I don't think any city has an average of under a hundred percent. No. So I think that's a really important piece to call out from this data set is that everybody who's out there complaining about, oh, I have to sell for under mint, uh, nothing is selling, et cetera, et cetera. The data actually says otherwise. The data says that on average, people are selling for over mint and oftentimes a, quite a bit over mint. So uh, I really, you know, as much as we see these floor prices being, uh, you know, cutting mint, there is a lot of transactions still happening at the higher end if you know how to play the game. And then even if you look at it, Los Angeles had the lowest median markup, so that's right in the middle at 101%. And they had almost 4,000 transactions. Next one was Las Vegas. But their average transaction was still 137. Right. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, on average... 
you're making money. Like if you know how to do it right, if you know how to position your properties, if you know which ones to mark up and how to, you know, do all that. Uh, Happy Jack says burner properties might rise for that. That might play in some place. Um, like I bet Detroit's percentage is crazy, but you don't usually have LA burners. What's Detroit's uh, average um, upex markup? Uh, Detroit average markup was almost four hundred percent. Yeah, so there there is a great and Rio being at three seventy. Those are the kind of numbers that I would expect from a burner city. Uh, oh my gosh, Fresno crushing it at an average of eleven hundred. <laughs> um, but uh, I think for LA, I don't, there's no usually don't burner LA because it's too costly to do that. Now, if you look at US dollars, yeah, you have the media market percentages well under a hundred percent for the first. Um, Sure. But that's USD. Like, that's people cashing out. Like, that's scared money. Like, I don't really count that. And and even if you went with the average sale price, I went wrong way there. Um, Even if you went with the average sale price, you only have, you only have the six cities that are under 100%. And... Yeah. Los Angeles, Arlington, Las Vegas, London, New Orleans, and Chicago are under 100%. Everybody else is over 100% for the average markup percentage on their sale price. So out of 28 cities, you have 22 of them selling over 100% on their U.S. dollar. Yeah. On average, and you're not buying burners with U.S. dollars. Mm, Probably not. (laughs) Well, sometimes, sometimes you do, you know, there's some transactions for block explorers or cars or something in U.S. dollars that, yeah, but, yeah. All right. So I figured you'd you'd like a month recap there, so. Yeah, no, that's super cool. I really like that data set. I I would definitely be interested in looking at that more in the future because I think it tells uh, a lot of good stories. And really, to me, like those average sales numbers, median, I don't really like the median numbers, but the average sales numbers um, and the percentage markups and things like that, to me, really speak to the health of a city and of the overall economy which is things, especially in Epics, are not on average selling for under mint. There you go. Like, that is, to me, a really big headline in the Upex world, uh, in the Upex. Um, upland. Upland. <laughs> Pete's brain. Wow. The Upland Upex economy. That's what I wanted to say. Upland Upex economy uh, by saying, hey, nothing is on average, every single city is selling for over mint. So just do better. Yeah. I I really, you know, you challenged me last week and I already had it in my thought and plan to do that. And then my wife was like, what were you doing? I'm like, figuring stuff out. Don't worry about it. 
<laughs> hey, did you see that uh, Upland chopped up our last episode and put it on Instagram? No. That's what that group text was with the ninjas today. Um, SC Kicker said, hey, did you guys see this? And it was our uh, Instagram chop up. And they chopped up our interview with uh, Crypto Worm from last week. Oh, super cool. Yeah. Dude, did you buy the same glasses as me? Did you buy the same glasses as me? I've had no. them for a while. Nope, no, they're different. All right. I was like, oh, it's looking kind of blue. Yeah, no, the, the frame is blue. The yeah. front frame is blue. I'm blue all the way across. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, that, that was awesome. Uh, shout out to Molly for hooking it up, uh, chopping up the episode last week. She's like, hey, I chopped up your episode. Can I post it on our social? I'm like, absolutely. And uh, they loved everything with Crypto Worm, so they made the whole little reel about us and Crypto Worm. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. I have to go check that out. Uh, we did cover the Spark Exchange last week. Um, still a week later, um, I think it's going to end up okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we might have to end the show. <laughs> and that's it for tonight, folks. <laughs> um. Absolutely. Uh, definitely check out ne- next week's episode. Thank me later. We'll be hosting a round table with the ladies. I will be traveling back from a nice getaway with my beautiful wife and mother of the four children and the screaming devil that's uh, interrupting the show right now. And in an early, I love that little guy. <laughs> I do. Wrap it up. <sighs> like subscribe, follow us, check out nowhere. And June 20th, we'll be live from a cafe in Upland, so you won't want to miss that either. Until next week, everybody be safe, have fun, and we'll see you in the metaverse. The Arbic Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy, news, and cool charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, San Fran, Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.